0: Of the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7 after ten. This is the Mark Aram show heard Monday through Friday, ten to midnight on News 955 and AM seven fifty WSB. Happy to report the gang is all here. Low T Chuck screens the calls. Longoria and the stoic Mexican work ethic is on the other side of the takeout window. You have arrived on Movie Monday. Chuck, good weekend. How was your weekend? What's going on? It was good.
2: Um, went to some hipster place downtown to do brunch
0: because I bet that's what people do now. Yeah. It's hipster brunches. Yeah. Uh, it was
2: fine. It was, it was good. Uh, do you have Eggs Benedict? A version of it, yeah. Okay. It was like a hash with Eggs Benedict. It was, it was weird.
0: I don't eat meat anymore, but I highly suggest the best breakfast item in Atlanta right now is the Chicken Biscuit Benedict. At Highland Bakery. Really? Okay. Life-changing. If, if you want to okay. step out on the wild side, it's yeah. probably 30,000 calories. I
2: don't care. Totally worth me. it. I'm fine.
0: Totally. He goes, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> Longoria, it. you got a haircut.
2: What else happened did. this
0: weekend? Uh, I That's good? about it. That's once, it. <laughs> every three, once
2: every three. What is it? Once every three months? Yeah.
0: But I right read about that. that it, yeah. You look so good with your haircut. I know. I know. You should do it every week. Yeah. It. Uh, well, I, like I, I. don't have away. time. Is what it is. I've been wanting to do it for the last. Yeah. Three weeks, but you we'll. Know, do, you do it or does somebody else do it for no, you? No, somebody else do super cuts. Okay. We'll, we'll bring in clippers and do it once a week. To say I do my
2: well. own. Look at me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just
2: put it on a number and. You look. You look
0: ten years younger with your haircut like that. <laughs> I do. You do. You absolutely do. <laughs> You look like uh, an underage kid right now running the board. <laughs>
1: are you going to card me? Like labor
0: laws are being violated. <laughs> um, so this weekend I had to go to Connecticut for a funeral. Yes. Uh, my Basically my adopted Italian grandmother passed away at the age of 94. Sweetest woman ever, Dolly. Just awesome. That sucks. Um, yeah. But, it, I mean, it was it, it was good to see everybody and, you know, pay their respects to an amazing woman. Yeah. Um, she was married to Tony, who who died uh, less than 10 years ago, went to his funeral, too. And just, a, you know, it's a tough time when you lose a relative. Uh, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about um, what happened at the wake and the funeral. Okay. So this woman was wildly popular in, in my town, beloved figure. Her Her late husband was the former police chief, so... A lot of people came to pay their respects. So the, the wake was on Friday and the funeral was on Saturday. And there was a, a, an adorable old lady in a wheelchair that, that came to both the wake and the funeral. And I, I, I can't tell you how she is related to the deceased. Maybe like a distant cousin. But she is, this woman's in her 90s easily also. Adorable, sweet little woman. Apparently suffering from some sort of Alzheimer's memory issue or whatever. Um, so when, when they wheel her in to the wake on Friday, she's like, what are we doing here? You know, asking, I think it was her granddaughter that was wheeling her. And she's like, Oh, Dolly died. You know, we're here to pay her. And the woman starts just crying, sobbing, like, no, not Dolly. J-. It was heartbreaking, heartbreaking to hear this old woman, you know, obviously losing someone very close to her. She's, she's crying. And then like 10 minutes later. She's sitting in the row in front of me at the funeral home, right? Well, like I'm in a chair, but she's in a wheelchair in front of my row. And she, she looks up her granddaughter again and she's like, why are we here? Who died? She asked the same question again. And the grandma and the, her granddaughter's like, oh, Dolly died. Grandma Dolly died. That's why we're here. Woman starts bawling again.
2: Stop telling her who died. This
0: goes on the whole night. Are you serious? And I'm like, at some point, can't you be like, oh, it's Gus the Mailman. You know, like, just, (laughs) I know it's sad to say. You think she wouldn't have had the same reaction if it was Gus the Mailman? No, or just say, oh, it's no one you know, someone I work with. When
2: When my grandmother passed away, we told my grandfather once. Yeah. And then Every other time after that, for the next year, that he asked, "Yeah, oh, don't worry, Grandpa, he's she's just down seeing the doctor." Yeah. Because we, why keep telling him that? It's not registering. It was so, insane. That's horrible. It,
0: throughout, I mean, that this would make me a, so uncomfortable. It's like a two-hour wake. So oh. every ten minutes, the the the, the poor the old lady is
2: just sobbing,
0: sobbing. And at at one point, <laughs> at what point seriously be like, we're at the deli. Nah. Yeah, just you know, like just. <laughs> We're
1: at the deli. For, what, do you,
0: what do you want for her sake? If nothing else, like don't. Yeah. Make, she's this is she's reliving it over and over and over again. And it's physically got. I mean, she's an old frail woman. But do you think yeah. she remembers that? I mean, she obviously doesn't remember where she's at. But she, but she, I think she... it's physically bad for her to have to go through that emotion and and the physical act of crying and sobbing whatever and. This this woman was amazing, though. So we go to the the Saturday after the funeral, we go to the cemetery, and it's Connecticut. It's freezing. Everyone's cold. And then we go into the mausoleum, and the same old lady in the wheelchair, she's like, I'm freezing. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like while the priest is trying to do the nice. prayers. This lady was adorable. But I, I just don't understand. After a couple times, lie to the poor lady. You know, we're at the post office, Nana. Something. So she doesn't have to start crying again and get upset. And it reminded me <laughs> of, of Fifty First Dates, one of the rare good Adam Sandler movies, and a character named Ten Second Tom.
1: I would like to introduce to you our most
0: distinguished clinical subject, Tom. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Henry, Henry. Marlon, Doug, Lucy. Hi. Oh, those are cool flip flops.
1: Where'd you get them? You like those? It's an interesting story. I was over in the North Door the other day. Hi, I... I'm Tom.
0: Huh? Uh, Henry. Hi. Marlon. Tom lost part of his brain in a hunting accident. His memory only lasts 10 seconds. I was in an accident? That's terrible. Don't worry. You'll totally
1: get over it in about three seconds. Get over it? I mean, what happened? Did I get shot in the brain? I... Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Lucy. Hi. Doug. Hey. Marlon.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that severe, right? Where the lady forgets, her, but it was ten minutes. It was ten minutes, Sally, as opposed to 10-second Tom. Uh, so I I couldn't not stop thinking about 10-second Tom in the whole time, the whole time in the movie Fifty First Days. <laughs> hey, you know I'm it's Tom. a better mem- memory movie. What's that? Memento. Oh, crazy movie. That just reminded me. Like I saw that once. That blue, and I'm scared to watch it again.
2: I think I've only seen it once or twice. Yeah, it's... but it's. Wow, what a mind trip.
0: Yeah, total mind trip. Memento. Guy Pierce was yeah, the. Yeah, uh,
2: great film.
0: Yeah, really good film. But that, it was black and white, too, wasn't it? Black and white? No, or am I just fla- remembering? the it? flash
2: forwards okay. or flashback? I can't remember because Something the movie. Was black and white. The, yeah, the movie's weird. It starts at the beginning and the end and moves towards the middle. Yeah. And then,
0: you uh, never know what's going no, on. No, but
2: yeah, I think the flash forwards or the flashbacks were in gray and
0: black yeah, and white. Yeah, you're right. That was a God, crazy. That was a good movie. Um, but I, I want to... You know, 10 Second Tom, <laughs> a very memorable character, but a minor, minor, fun minor fun character. Yeah, just a small piece of that movie um, was 10 Second Tom, but obviously very memorable. I will remember 10 Second Tom for the rest of my life. So, on this movie Monday, in honor of the woman at Dolly's funeral and 10 Second Tom, I want to talk about tiny bit characters and movies that you'll never forget, that made uh, you know just an amazing an impression on you. Not leading actors, not even supporting actors, but little bit actors that you will always remember from a certain movie. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Yesterday, sad news, Nancy Reagan, another death, also I believe 94, yep. passed away, uh, heart failure, um, obviously most known as being the first lady, and uh, Ronald Reagan's husband, but she too. She was mu- Ronald Reagan's husband? Ronald Reagan's wife, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Ronald really? Reagan, yes. she was at one time a movie star. Yeah. I didn't know that. Some,
2: they appeared in some films. Yeah, together. I, yeah I had no idea 40s.
0: until she died yesterday. So, Longoria, you pulled a couple of cuts from. Yeah, a few cuts. From me, can I hear one? This is uh, Nancy Reagan in her movie career before she was Nancy Reagan.
1: You knew I was fresh out of a bad marriage when we met. I wanted to be sure this time, so we played it safe. Until I knew that you were
0: Mr. Wright. Nancy was a a very, uh, first of all, as a first lady, classiest ever. Just, I mean, she was the first first lady I remember. Yeah. Jimmy Carter was the first president that I remember, but I have no recollection of his wife when I was, you know, five years old. I just knew who the president was. But Nancy Reagan was the first first lady that I remember and the Just Say No campaign. And I just remember her always being so classy and so just above board, you mm-hmm. know, set a nice standard for the rest of the nation. You could always look up to uh, Nancy Reagan as a, as a first lady. You knew she was she was full of class. The epitome of class is what I said yesterday on, on Twitter. Um, so in honor of Nancy Reagan's acting career, uh, just just actresses or actors, I guess, that just exude class. <laughs> actors that are, are top-notch, that you know that if you met these people in real life, they're going to be class acts. Might be a tough thing to distinguish. I was just with. saying, yeah, the day and age, be. that
2: might be a tough... Yeah.
0: But, I mean, it could be of all time. Sure. They don't have to be living. But okay. in honor of Nancy Reagan and her classiness, um, classy actors or actresses uh, that, that stand out to you. And finally, as as a third uh, topic, uh, the first lady. Let's just do very simple. Uh, best movie first ladies of all time. There have been a lot. We've done presidents. Best president actors of all time. Uh, But we haven't really discussed first ladies in movies. So who are the best, uh, maybe even worst, first ladies of all time? So that's how we're laying out Movie Monday. In honor of 10 Second Tom, your most favorite or memorable bit characters in movie history. In honor of 10 Second Tom. uh, Classiest actor, actresses, and uh, best or worst first ladies in movies. Very simple. 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And I just tweeted out and posted on my Facebook page a picture of Nancy Reagan uh, when she was a movie star. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. So check it out on Twitter at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. We are playing, or Longorio is playing, a movie soundtrack tonight. Throughout the show, he will play only songs from this one movie soundtrack. At the end of the show, if you guess the soundtrack, you win the WSB prize pack. We actually have one to give away tonight, too. Oh, really? Yes. I'm not even lying tonight. It is not a water pick, but we do have a prize pack to give away. So that's how we're kicking off. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk Movie Monday. This is The Mark Aram Show.
1: Mark Aram. 95.5 and a.m. 750 WSB.
0: Welcome back to Movie Monday. It is 1024, 56 Pleasant Degrees on Peachtree Street, 404-872-0750, the number 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dale's in Flowery Branch. Dale, welcome to the program. What's going on, Mark? How are you, sir? I'm um, well, sir. Is that the work? Excellent. All right, Movie Monday, what do you got?
1: All right, well, I got... Two for the minor roles, and then I got one for Classy. Okay. Um, minor roles, I've got, I believe it was Harry Connick Jr. and uh, Top Gun. Harry... I mean, he, at the beginning of the movie, freaks out. If it wasn't for him, they would never have gone to Top Gun school.
0: Was that really Harry Connick Jr.? I haven't seen that movie in so long.
1: So, I believe it was Harry Connick Jr. Okay. If it, wasn't, it, was, it was somebody very famous. I think it was him. Um, another one, one of my all-time favorite movies, was Baz Luhrmann's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Okay. And uh, the, the actor's name is Jesse Bradford, and he plays Balthasar. I mean, and essentially he is the reason how um, Romeo gets away, because he's like the, the, the getaway driver.
0: Gotcha. All right,
1: excellent. such a small role.
0: And what's, uh, give me a classy actor.
1: As far as classy, I, I mean, I don't like the guy's politics, but I think he's probably classy in real life, and that's George Clooney.
0: I could see that. He did that in uh Nespresso commercial or whatever with uh, uh, the little guy, Danny DeVito. Uh, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. teach him class. So, I could, yeah, I think uh, Clooney's a class act. I believe that. Markel's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Markel.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Excellent. How are you?
1: Doing well. Can I say I enjoy your show and my 15-year-old son likes it too?
0: Absolutely. That's fantastic. What's his name?
1: Um, His name is Brett.
0: What's going on, Brett?
1: Yeah, well, he's in bed right oh, now. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I had two things for minor roles. All right. Um, movie La- Last Vegas with Morgan Freeman and a couple other major people.
0: Okay, who had a minor role in there?
1: Um, when they're going into the club and there's that big bouncer that's standing there, the actress' name is Michael Beasley. Oh, yeah. I actually met him last week, and he lives in Alpharetta.
0: No kidding. Yeah. we got to get him on the show, uh, Low Michael Beasley. Michael mm-hmm. Beasley. All yeah, right. Sorry. We are on that. Very good. Yeah, very good. He's
1: a very nice guy. And then the other one was um, Birdcage, the guy that plays the butler.
0: Oh, yes. Um, He's a nut. That's a That was a pretty big role, though.
1: Yeah, uh, well, he but makes me laugh. Anytime. It was, it was that. fantastic.
0: That guy, the actor, Hank Azaria, used to be married to Helen Hunt. Yes. He played Agador Spartacus in that movie. Yes, um, yeah, his
1: watch them all in
0: this he's he exactly he stole the show in that movie he absolutely oh. stole the show he was very good all right we'll tell brett we said uh to sleep tight and we'll talk to him uh hopefully later on in this week
1: all right thank you, I right. you
0: thanks markel uh harry connick jr is not in top gun i did not think so yeah i didn't I, but it, it could it sounded realistic yeah you know it could have been um he was in independence day as a pilot but not in top gun
2: no missed him in the beach scene
0: and Top Gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Cruise playing beach volleyball was the least realistic portion of that movie. <laughs> Five foot two. Um, the most right. pointless movie sequence in a movie. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that movie at no, all. No, it's terrible. It's a horrible movie. All right, we're going to come back with more of your calls. Uh, your favorite bit character in movie history, a little teeny role that still sticks with you, in honor of Nancy Reagan, the classiest actor or actress of all time, and give us a good movie, First Lady, or a bad one. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Movie Monday. This is The Mark Aram Show.
1: You wear those shoes and I will wear that dress. Oh. This is WSB's Veronica Waters, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. I haven't had to call human resources on him in more than two months. Hey! You know what? Never mind. Give me the phone. The blue. Welcome
0: back to the show, 10-37-23 in front of eleven. Mark Airman, you're back and call till midnight. on News ninety five five at AM seven fifty WSB. This is Movie Monday. The topics tonight, in honor of 10 Second Tom. We're gonna have to hear that clip again at some point from uh, Fifty First Dates. The most memorable little bit characters in movie history. Not leading actors, not supporting actors, but little roles in movies that you will never. Ever forget. Nancy Reagan passed away yesterday. Rest in peace, Mrs. First Lady. She was an actor before she was a First Lady. I didn't know that. An actress, a very, uh, uh, you know, pretty famous actress, too. Um, and, and, When you think of Nancy Reagan, at least I do, I think of class. So give me the classiest actor, actress of all time. And we'll talk first ladies in movies. Best and worst, first ladies in movies. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Janet is in Atlanta. Janet, welcome
1: to the show. Hey there, how you doing? Excellent, how are you? Real good, thanks. I think you were asking about uh, bit parts in movies. Yes. I can't imagine any better bit part ever, ever, ever than Estelle Reiner. And when Harry met Sally, of Robert course, I'll
0: have I'll what have she's having. having. Yeah. yeah, a fantastic yeah. Rob Reiner's mom, Carl mm-hmm. Reiner's wife.
1: Yes,
0: we we yeah. interviewed Carl Reiner um, two years ago. We need to play that again. That was a really cool interview.
1: I would love to hear that. He talked
0: to, his wife has passed on, and he was, you know he talked about her mm-hmm. and uh, Rob's mom, and uh, yeah, that's right. That's an amazing little bit character. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> I think that's her only movie line ever that she ever did. And it's one of the most famous lines in movie history.
1: Isn't it something? Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah.
0: Good job, Janet. Thank you so much for the call. Adam is in Covington. Adam, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
1: Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? What's
0: going on, Broseph?
1: Hey, not much. You're driving back from work. Um, on the subject of classy, as a vet, I can only say Gary Sinise.
0: Oh, yes. Very classy yeah. actor.
1: I think that's about the classiest dude out there. Uh, and then bit role, I want to go with George Carlin on Dogma.
0: Oh, yes, he played the priest. Yes. <laughs> that was a great I role. How about, how know? about, what's her name as, uh, as God? Oh, yeah. That was okay. a little bit role. I, I don't remember her name. Alanis it's a minute but, uh, Alanis Morissette, yeah. And she yeah, couldn't speak. She was it. in the movie and they wouldn't let her talk. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, the extended cut version of the uh, George Carlin speech is amazing. I
0: got I got to check that out. What, yeah,
1: it's, it's worth the time.
0: He was uh, he was he wasn't in a lot of stuff, George Carlin, but that was a memorable little bit role as he played the the priest in Dogma. Noah's in Conyers. Noah, what's up, brother? Uh,
1: not much, but I got one better than Harry Met Sally. Okay. Bueller. Bueller. First Bueller's
0: Day Off. Yeah, no, um, you, you had one more Bueller. You need to do one more. I <laughs> yeah, was waiting for no. the third one. Um, that, of course, is uh, Ben Stein. Ben Stein, yeah. The ultimate little bit role. Bueller. Ex- Bueller. Um,
1: but most classy would have to be uh, Sean Connery.
0: Oh, exudes class. James Bond. You you have to be a classy dude to play James Bond.
1: Exactly. Roger Moore, yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan.
0: Uh, Roger Moore was even classy in Cannonball Run,
1: <laughs>
0: playing <laughs> yeah. himself. He was yeah very. That's right. If you if you play James Bond, you need to have class in mass, and they both did. Bueller, that's a great call right there. By remember Norther. Ben Stein's money, win Ben Stein's money. Yeah. Yeah. That was and a good I
2: show. never I I sucked at that game. I yeah. tried to Went, play oh, while they were yeah. doing it. I couldn't answer half of those questions.
0: Did you ever see Stump the Schwam? Or something like that. Uh,
2: the Schwami or something like that.
0: Stump the, <laughs> Stump the Stump swamp. Stump the Trump. I don't know. Well, it was, was an it? ESPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, had the yeah, They yeah. had this research. This research guy that just did all the research for the ESPN shows, and they were like, "This guy knows more than anything about sports than anyone." So they gave him his own show. Yeah. He'd be like, all right, Buford, you got your own show now. <laughs> you know, it was, it was like so random. And they
2: would the, the questions. Yeah,
0: deep sports questions. I'm, I think I I'm mean, pretty good at sports trivia, but stump the Schwam? what was it
2: i, th- I thought it was yeah. something like that or Schwamy, something like that
0: bring the trump back what is it <laughs> the <laughs> drum- bring the trump the Trump back. <laughs> back john's in dawsonville johnny boy you're on the mark aram show
1: hey for uh bit parts i'm gonna have to go with daniel craig in the newest star wars movie
0: what was he in the newest star wars movie
1: if you remember when she, when Ray was in there on the ta- interrogation room or whatever, uh-huh. and she told the stormtrooper to drop his gun and he would loosen the restraints, the stormtrooper was Daniel Craig.
0: How do you know that?
1: It's in there. No. Yeah. You're
0: making that up. Hold on. No, he's in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Daniel Craig is in this, you're saying?
1: That's. He, that's what my brother told me. He said he saw his name in the credits. Hold and on. he is the biggest James Bond Star Wars fan I've ever met.
0: Daniel Craig. I, I'm I'm going to call BS on this unless IMD backs it up. Uh, shoot, son of a bitch. You're right. He was in an uncredited stormtrooper. He didn't even get credit for it. Who? Daniel Craig was an uncredited stormtrooper in the latest Star oh, Wars. Oh, you didn't know that? No.
2: Yeah. That whole scene where she talks him into dropping his gun and walking out. That. He was shooting a movie across the street and... He wanted to be in it, so they threw a stormtrooper, and they're like, here, do this scene. And so if you pay attention, you see him walk out, you're like, okay, yeah, that looks like James Bond walking out. Now that you know it, he's got this little wow. swag as he drops his gun and walks
0: out. I apologize for questioning you and your brother, John. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, right. John nailed it. That's, um, I used to tell girls in college that I was in uh, Star Wars as a stu- as a stormtrooper.
2: You know, odd, odd little fact, I met one of the original stormtroopers from the first um, uh, Star Wars he, he was a, lived in Missouri, and mm. I had to do some stuff when I worked at Lowe's on his deck. <laughs> and he started he start pulling out all this old, old Star Wars swag and said him and like 30 other guys were the only stormtroopers in this one scene.. Yeah. And they just they taped off the out of bounds. And when you die, you'd sort of crawl because they'd continually shoot and move. Sure. And he goes, "It was exhausting. We're in these suits. We would die. You'd crawl off into the out of bounds, and
0: you'd run come around, back and come into back in. It
2: looked like there was a whole bunch of them." <laughs> yeah. And he said he was wore out. Yeah, he was very. Interesting That's funny.
0: Guy. I used to uh, forget the math. That you know that Star Wars came out in 1979. I was five years old. In college, I would I would tell girls, "Yeah, I was a stormtrooper in Star Wars." <laughs> they would believe it.
2: And yeah, girls don't. They don't do math. They don't. Yeah, though.
0: they're not. Yeah, it was. It worked though. Hey. No, I don't think any girl ever questioned it. They're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. How'd that happen? <laughs> uh, my dad was the accountant, and, you know, they needed an extra guy. He so, was Jewish, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they needed a Jewish, stormtrooper. <laughs> a Jewish stormtrooper. George is in Monroe. George, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
1: Hey, what's shaking, fellas? How are you, brother? Uh, good, good, good. Listen, um, I don't know how short of a role this is, but I thought it was short. Lenny Montana, Luca Brasi in The Godfather.
0: Oh, absolutely. That I would consider okay. that a bit role.
1: Okay, a little bit. Yeah, it was a good, memorable role. He just stands out. On the and day the class- of your
0: daughter's wedding. I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great little scene in that.
1: And then the classy actor, he's no longer with us, is I think Paul Newman.
0: Ooh, very good call. Because
1: he never got caught up in all the Hollywood hype and everything. He just was kind of low-key, did his job. And I think he was classy.
0: Absolutely. So I get a little uh, Paul Newman story I heard over, I guess it was last week. I know this girl... And her father started dating Paul Newman's daughter.
1: Okay. All right, so
0: follow the math here. So this girl I know, her dad, when he was a kid, started dating Paul Newman's daughter. Uh, He worked at, like, a country club in Connecticut, and that's where Paul Newman was a member and used to go and play golf. And his daughter would come to the country club with him, and this guy was, like, a valet at the country club, and he started dating Paul Newman's daughter and Paul Newman w- went up to him and was like listen I don't care you know you're the valet that's fine you date my daughter but don't you you know hurt her or anything like that but so Paul Newman was cool with the guy the guy parking his car dating his daughter so I don't know if that's class or what but I thought it was an interesting story Yeah the
1: dad doing the dad thing
0: Yeah so all you valet parkers out there
1: you have a you chance know,
0: you got a shot with uh Paul and, and his daughter. daughter. Paul and, sure, and his is now be, what, in 60. Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got a shot. Tad is in Tucka. Tad, you're on the Mark Aram show.
1: Yeah, the music thing you got going?
0: The like the, the soundtrack. You can't guess yet, though.
1: I can't guess, guess you, yet?
0: You can't. You got to do it at the end of the show, so everyone gets a fair chance. Okay, okay. All right. Do you want to call back, or do you want to talk about something else?
2: Yeah, I'll call back.
0: All right, Tad. Appreciate it, buddy. Tim A is up next on the program. Hello, Tim A. <laughs> love it. EM. Nailed it. Electronic dance. Yeah, you did nail it. I Boring. Knew
1: it. I yeah.
0: All right, Timmy. Boring. <laughs> Richard in Columbus, Ohio. Always a privilege. How are you, Richard? Oh, Mark, how you doing? Just taking it one
2: day at a time.
0: Excellent. How are things in Ohio?
2: Hey, above freezing, so all's good. That is good. I tell you, for a bit part that always tickles me, major star in a bit part, Young Frankenstein, Gene Hackman is the Blind Hermit.
0: Hmm. That, yeah. That, okay. I'll give it to you. And uh, for a performance of the first lady, Sigourney Weaver in Dave. She was really good as the first she lady.
2: so good. And for a classy actor and actress, let's hop in my way back machine, Fred Astaire and Rita Hayworth. Not Ginger Rogers. No, I tell you, when Fred dances with Rita Hayworth, there's a movie called You Were Never Lovelier. They dance to a song called "I'm Old Fashion." It's pure movie magic.
0: I got to check that out.
2: It, it's a it's a glorious film and it's class personified.
0: Ironically enough, Longoria's wife looks a lot like Rita Hayworth.
2: Lucky man. Yes,
0: he is a very <laughs> lucky man. Um, Thanks a lot, Mark. Excellent, Richard. Thanks for the call, That's my right. friend. Richard in Columbus, Ohio. Lisa's in Roswell. Lisa, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
1: Hey, I just um was thinking about a classy actress. Ellen Burstein, and if I ever wanted to have an affair once every year for the rest of my life, it would be same time next year with Ellen Burstein. Do you know the movie?
0: I do, and I know the actress. Um, yeah, I think she's classy. I'm trying. I, I'm thinking of her in a role. I don't know if you saw this movie with her and Jimmy Smith, where yeah. she, she uh, her brother or she dies. She was a dude first, and then God sends her back to earth as a woman. To, to learn how how he how bad he treated women when he was alive, so she was a dude in a woman's body, and not very classy in that role. So that's what I keep thinking about. Like, oh, that, she was not classy in that role, but yeah, I'll give you Ellen Burstyn, very classy lady, sexy. I think she was People's sexiest woman one year. Ellen Burstyn, really? Yeah, what?
2: Nineteen thirty-seven? <laughs> no,
0: eighty-six. Maybe. I'm teasing. You know what? Of course. Google that. I want. Uh, is that what do you People know? magazine? I want to list the People Magazine sexiest people of uh, year by year. Oh good lord! I think I'd be all interesting right. to check out. <laughs> good lord! No, it should it should be on Wikipedia. Just oh I'm print sure, it, it out. is. I hold on. Four zero four eight seven two WSB Talk. Lord
1: loves a working man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it.
0: Manville Johnson from Athens, GA. How are you, Manville?
1: Well, what's going on, Mark?
0: Living the dream, sir. How are you?
1: I'm all right. <laughs> Um, I guess, uh, I guess with classy, uh, people, I would say, uh, all the awesome members of the Rat Pack. I love all those not guys. Not the Brat man. Pack.
0: Not, not Andrew McCarthy and those guys. The no, Rat Pack. No,
1: I'm talking, no, I'm talking about the Rat Pack.
0: Yeah, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. That yeah, those guys. All
1: them. Yeah. Um.
0: They would wear now, tuxedos uh, going to Waffle House. <laughs> they would get dressed right. up for Waffle House.
1: Um, now, now I'm going to tell you, I don't know if this counts as, as a little big roll or whatever, but the mole from
0: Caddyshack. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right.
1: Uh, <laughs> Ain't nobody I'm worried just... about
0: me. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Every
1: time I see that mole dancing, I go insane. You got to sing
0: just... the song. <laughs> Absolutely. That was a great bit Roll The, uh, that wasn't, it was, it wasn't a mole. It was, it was a, a gopher. Gopher. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a gopher.
1: Go for it. Okay. Yes. I thought it was okay. okay. Well, it don't matter. They're it
0: was, the same family. Whatever it was, it
1: was on point.
0: It was on point. <laughs> Excellent. Manville, you be good, my friend.
1: All right, man. Y'all take it easy. Don't
0: be a stranger. Love me some Manville Johnson. Movie Monday. Longoria's is playing a soundtrack throughout the show. At the end of the show, end of the show, if you guess the movie soundtrack, you win the WSB prize pack. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404 872 0750. Favorite bit roles in movie history. The little characters that you remember to this day. Classiest actor, actress in honor of Nancy Reagan and uh, best or worst first ladies in movie history. 404-872-0750. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
1: I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see.
0: Like I'm knocking on heaven
1: stole. Mark Arum on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.
0: Welcome back to the show. I am thoroughly confused on this soundtrack. I have no idea. 404-872-0750. Steve's in Kennesaw. Steve, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hello. Hello, Steve. Oh, hi. <clears throat> uh, First time caller. I've been listening
2: to you a lot, uh, and I enjoy your show. And um, and I felt
1: compelled to call in tonight because uh, I actually have something to say.
0: I love the um, compelling ness uh, the need <laughs> to call. I like it. All right, what do you want to call about? What do you want to talk about?
1: All right. Well, one
2: of my favorite—I mean, I'm, I'm, there's there's many. I think many actors that that are graceful and in everything. But one of my favorite is Peter O'Toole, and um, he's from in Lawrence of Arabia and in Lion and Winter. That I have a feeling that. that he, if you if you met him in a Macy's he would still <laughs> lose charm and is everything. he still with so. us
0: he he can't still be with us can he no he he died he my died. favorite Peter O'Toole role and you're gonna think I'm crazy was in the Robin Williams comedy Club Paradise did you ever see that uh, um, not on purpose no. <laughs> oh it's a great movie come on well not a great <laughs> yeah, let me no, take that back it wasn't a great movie but no. Peter O'Toole played uh, like the British consulate. And this Caribbean island. Um,
2: oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah, he yes, was, I did see
0: that. It, right, right, Very, right, right. very I classy, classy it. dude. I, I'm with you on that. Peter O'Toole, a classy fella. Thank you for, for finally calling in. We do appreciate you doing that and listening. We're going to come back. Jay Griff's got news, weather, and traffic. More of your calls on this movie Monday 404 872 0750 800 WSB Talk. You ready for it? You ready to get your mind blown? You ever see City Slickers with Billy Crystal? Yeah, was that like 92 or something. 91, Jake Gyllenhaal played Billy Crystal's son in City Slickers. That
2: was Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes.
0: How crazy is that? All right. Oh, wow. Less crazy. News, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aaron Show. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box.